Hello everyone out there in podcast land. This is your host Severin Henderson again for another episode of Department 3C Presents, a podcast connected to fire. Before we get the episode started, I just wanted to give a quick overall view of what it is I do because a lot of people keep saying, what is it that you do and what are you offering? What is our call to action? What do you want to happen? Well, let me start off by telling you this. I am a business consultant. I am a life coach. I am a public speaker and I am a marketing consultant. So if you need anything to do with business of any type, please reach out to me. My email address is info at d3cpresents.com. That's info at d3cpresents.com. And at the same time, I want to speak to you and I want to be able to get you going in the right direction with any business that you need going. In addition to that, we have a phone number and we have an office that you can come to and visit us if you schedule an appointment. Our telephone number is 1-855-969-3538. You can expect to see a number from us there if you ever want to reach out. And the website is www.d3cpresents.com. And we look forward to speaking to you and serving you in any way we can. And always remember, we're here when you need us. Hello everyone out there in podcast land. This is your host Severin Henderson back again with another episode of Department 3C Presents, a podcast connected by fire. Um, today I have a guest. This was one of my candidates and on the show I like to talk about things outside of the fire service. I mean we talk a little bit about the inside, talk about a little bit about the outside. That's why it's connected to fire in some way or another. So this is one of my former candidates now he's out being somebody else's candidate young guy on the job he's a comedian hold on, hold on, hold on wait 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 he's a comedian my, though. my candidacy is over there you go but but you you didn't know everybody's somebody's candidate at one time or another. Oh, oh, oh of course of course so you you're a candidate for life <laughs> i am too i'm not just saying you're somebody's you. candidate yes i'm somebody's yeah. candidate but yeah everybody's somebody's candidate for yeah. life but this is elliot waller elliot without further ado how are you today sir I am very warm. It's hot. Warm? Because it's hot? It's hot outside. I wore pants today. I thought it was going to be cold. Okay. Last night I was out and I was freezing. I turned the heat on in my car. Where'd you go? I went to a baby shower. Oh, okay. I so thought you was, went to that party. No, I went to baby. What party? It's a party. It was a um, it was a white party last night. Oh, no, no. I don't I do not do parties anymore. Me neither. I live on the south side of Chicago. Parties get you shot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love backyards. Yeah. I, yeah, this was... I, um, I was in the Beverly area. Okay. And it was a very nice, illuminating backyard. It was eight people. He had a friend from Cambodia that surprised us that came in with a backpack and a whole box full of tacos from Taco Bell. Loved it. Oh, that's awesome. I needed that right then and there. It's nothing like a good taco at the end of a... A long a, day. A long drinking day. A long drinking day, yeah. long drinking day. Okay, I'm with yeah, that. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, but... uh. It was cold. I said I had to turn the heat on. It's my first last time. night. Yes, in my car driving home, I turned the heat on. And you, was, and you was, thought that was going to translate till today? Yeah, it was sixty-one degrees last night. I didn't go outside. Yeah, it was sixty-one degrees. I had shorts on and flip-flops. I'm like, oh, I'm freezing. Yeah, I I, I didn't go outside at all. Yesterday. So now today I wore pants. Like you know, it's going to be cold today. I was cold. Put pants on now. I'm over here sweating. I'm sweating profusely. It's okay. Profusely. It's, it's, 
There we go. <laughs> there we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. So, um, like I said, the reason I invited you on the show because you have something that you do outside of fire. So tell that's, me about lot, it. Man. Tell me. Let's talk about it. Being a father of three. Okay. Oldest son is 14. I have a daughter that's five. I have another son that's nine. Mm-hmm. Been married to 11 years, almost 12. I thought you was going to say 20-something. No, man, please. Get old, man. <laughs> because you said tw- I said 12. I was going to say 12, yeah, okay. and I was like, you know what, 11. This is 12 in January. I got you. But I'm in a, I'm in a, I did stand up. I did stand up for probably three and a half years, and the fire department stopped that. <laughs> no, like, really, like, I took a test probably five years ago, and I was like, oh, my God, you know? Uh-huh. I'm never going to, I love to have this job. I was 30. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, I might not get it or whatever. And the call, the not the call, but the the email came. I was in Atlanta doing my best show ever. I'm like, oh, this is great. 45 minutes, standing ovation. Oh, this is great. And the guy said, hey, man, the headliner was like, hey, can you come back down here for a college tour? We'll pay you. We'll put you up. I'm like, oh, this sounds great. I go home. I go to my uncle's house. I stay with my uncle in Atlanta. I go check my my flight to come back to Chicago via email then I seen one says HR I'm like oh from the fire department oh my god what's this show up Thursday in a suit I was like whoa I just got invited to it was like a crossroad do I pursue my comedy career or do I do this and don't forget I was extremely lit (laughs) I was no I was like what happened was I was at a show. I thought it was going to be a young crowd. It was like people wearing pants, like leisure suits. <laughs> like old man with the leisure suits on, wearing Stacey Adam pants, yeah. shoes. I'm like, man, what type? I said, I said man, what kind of shows you book me for? It's I'm a like, college tour. They didn't no, no, get them but it was, girls. no, it was just a regular like show. But the oh. guy that was a headliner, he wanted me to do a college tour with him because I did so good. But everything that I did on stage that day came off me being high. Okay. <laughs> they were like, hey, um, my jokes are out the window. It's like, hey, your jokes, forget about them. This is, this is an older crowd. They're not going to understand fucking right in the pussy, you know? <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? This guy is horrible. So I, I my brother said, hey, call my brother and say, hey, man, give somebody, somebody has some weed down there. Just smoke a little, take two puffs, because you don't smoke. Two puffs, you're good. Yeah. It'll, clear, it'll clear your head up some. And those two puffs, I'm like, what was this stuff? I'm just... <laughs> I'm there looking at my hands and like, oh, what is this? This is psychedelic. <laughs> I went up there and ripped that stage to pieces. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is great. But now, now my email. So are they drug testing? Yeah. I doing this. <laughs> they said, yeah, they're going to pull your hair and urine. I was like, you know what? I'm not taking nothing. Yeah. It, it is what it is. You know, if it's meant for me to be a fireman, I will pass it. If not... Here come here comes comedy comedy yeah I'm here with it that. comes I'm with so so it was like you know what God is in your hands whatever happens and two years later I'm still like oh wow I'm I'm here and it's funny how going to the Black Fire Brigade with Q and now they do a comedy show mm-hmm. I've been there and Q was like how you know all these people so you used to do stand up so what you mean used to I knew every comedian that was on stage. Everybody coming off giving me that, bro, where you been at? I heard you're five minutes now, man. How you doing with it? You got the hating comedians. Man, you ain't going to do nothing, man. You ain't going to do this. Comedy was hard because I worked 10 years in juvenile. So I would come off my 
on my lunch break and sign up for open mic with Leon Rogers, mm-hmm. and then go back to work. work to work because <laughs> open mic was at nine thirty. I get off at nine o'clock. My break was at seven. Uh-huh. Here's the sheet. I am gone. Come back. I would come back and buy guys like a, a pitcher, like a, a bucket of beer. I give him some wings, have a shot. It's like, hey man, you out here kicking it. They don't like that. I said, what do you mean? He said, you're doing too much out here. Mm-hmm. He said, you're the people out here are struggling. They're, they're living on couches right now. Yeah, and you're out here just playing with it. Yeah, and the bad part is you're funnier than they are. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And then I'm getting booked, and I'm not charging. I'm just doing it because it's, it's, to me, it's, it's it's therapy. Yeah. I like, this is great. Whatever I have going on, get off my chest, whatever. Yeah. And then my wife finally caught on to my comedy. Man, we were at the High Park Brew Fest and it rained out. We was on, we went to Woodline Tap mm-hmm. on 55th and Greenwood. And right next to it was uh, The Revival. It's a comedy show, like a like comedy club. Mm-hmm. I'm outside smoking a cigarette, which I quit already now, but... At the time, I smoked a cigarette, and my wife was like, I said, hey, what you guys doing in here? They said, oh, we're doing a little open mic. I said, you know what? I played the dumb role. Let me try to be, uh, I always want to do stand-up. Let me, can I try it? He's like, yeah, come up here. They'll be the last one to go up. Go ahead, sign up. Bring your wife, bring whatever you got in there with you. Just bring them on. Mm-hmm. I get there, and I just read the room. It was like a talent show of guys on the guitar, guys singing poems about his ex-girlfriend that dumped him, and he wanted to kill himself. <laughs> well, was, that's it, not it was, funny, but... No, no, but it, was, but it was all types of... It wasn't just a comedy. It was a variety show. Yeah. And I went up there and talked about everybody that went on stage. Before you. Before me. Yeah. My wife was like, how did you do that? Oh, my God, you're good. And I was in the academy, actually, in the time I did it. Okay. And that was, the, that was like, the last time I was actually on a real, real stage. And, like, and all the comedians came... After the show, it was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> it's like you, you're, you're. This is not your first time doing this. I'm like, no, this is not. It's like, who are you? We have to follow you. The guy from Robert, like, hey, can you come? I'm like, you know what? I'm in the academy. I was still naked face. Yeah, I, I had no yeah. mustache. I was like, like a naked mole. Hey, rat. don't talk about. How I'm naked face now. No, but it fits. <laughs> That, that, hey, you have the face for that. I got the face. Okay. See, yeah. I don't have a face for it. Yeah, some people don't. No. It, it looked real R. Kelly-ish. Or, no, R, R. Kelly had a beard. And tell me about people. No, no, but, no. You know, I'm talking I, about I, before, like, like when he first went in. But go ahead. You no, I don't. Guy. No, but I don't understand that whole pedophile thing where you got a clean face. I don't either. Because most pedophiles don't have clean faces. But I thought they that's why they did that to attract the, the no, kids. No, They don't attract them. They grab them. <laughs> Well, no. Hey, hey, uh, pedophiles don't say, hey, look at my clean face. What's what's that show that used to be on? The Catch a Predator? Guy? Yes. Man, they was on the internet doing that. Yeah. They, they, they didn't they send them pictures? I don't know what they was doing. I don't know what they was doing. But they didn't either. have a clean face? That's a good thing. You're right. When they it, showed up, they didn't have a no, clean face. No, they didn't have a face. clean face. Yeah, they was ready to go. People that shave, have clean shaven faces need to take back the, the naked face. They gave it to the pedophile, and the pedophile doesn't even wear it. So take it back. You got to take it back to the naked face. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm start that movement for the for the black. You gotta make a you know what you do. You gotta make a hat for it. Make a hat or a t-shirt. And say these naked faces belong to us. On the back <laughs> it says no more pedophiles. You know <laughs> that's it. That's all you need. You give, no more. You're giving no out too many. Those are like real tips. That's like what? that's like real stuff. Somebody uh, could do that. Somebody I, I love do it. That. I, I love sharing information. <laughs> I'm, okay. I, I'm not here. You're here on Earth. It's like you get one million. You get one million life changing idea. A year. One million? You, you get one? One. You get one million dollar idea. Oh, one million dollar idea. A year. A year. Okay, I got it. That might be it. 
I'm not by me. I don't know. Oh, but, but but what makes the difference is is are you willing to go the extra mile to make that happen though? Well, that's, that's the, the thing. thing. You always get ideas. That's People always get ideas. That's what this show is about. Don't you hate when you get an idea and then you see it on an infomercial two years later? Man, I was just thinking about that. You know what? You just reminded me. I had an episode earlier today with one of my buddies. Me and him had an idea, and now that idea is in an app, and I wish we would have did it. It yeah. was for mobile barbershops. Exactly. Just just ride around they and cut hair. cut hair in an RV. Like yeah, I've seen it out now. And then you that. have like a nail girl in there, so you you know you got to have a cute girl in there yeah. for when the dudes come through. But that was great with COVID as well. Now, think about COVID. Yep. Can you go to the barbershop? Hey, the barber comes to you. Bar- like that I said, we, we had that idea ten years ago and never got it going. We always million dollar. Yeah, a million dollar. Life changing. Life changing. Uh, I, I'm gonna say million dollar. I say a life changing idea. Okay, so we're not going to quantify it. We're not going to put y- a number. You on don't want to limit it. I like that. You, you don't, don't want to limit it. You don't yeah, want to limit it. It could be any. It could be a billion dollar idea. So, but you cap it at a million. Like, oh, that's it. A million. That's it. I'm done. Oh man. No, no, no. no just say life changing yeah, idea. I like. I, I, I like that in you. That's going to change your life. That's going to change the show. That it, it, this this conversation is going to change this show. It's going to make it go up. You yeah. Know? You like have that. to. <laughs> yeah, it's going to change. I love this. I, I feel like I'm talking. In a closet by myself. So I'm not here? No, no. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're my conscious. Okay. I'm talking to myself. I'm, it's like I'm on mushrooms right now. I feel like I'm not even here. Psychedelic. This feels great. All over again. This is a warm, fuzzy place. I like this. Well, let your conscious ask you another question. Go ahead. All right, all right. Um, How, now that you're out in the field doing fire stuff, how is it going out there with you being, you know, having something else to do, having something else going on? Like what? Like you being funny, like you you being a comedian. Man, I told you I haven't done. I, I, I want to do it again. I'm scared. No, I'm talking about like so around the house. You're oh, not oh, you're oh, not doing nothing. The oh, firehouse. Oh, oh, around the house, man. I just sit back, man. I feel I'm in a crossroad of I want to get more fires. Mm-hmm. I like the crew I have though, mm-hmm. but I also want to go south. Yeah, that 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 happens. I want to a little closer to home. Guess what? I left my phone. In my wallet. At work? No, at home, coming to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that before, too. I turned around. <laughs> <laughs> you want to leave your wife with your phone for 24 hours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to? Yeah. It's not that you're doing something bad, but... Do you really want do to? Do you really want to? Yeah, 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 yeah. She had 24 hours to find out your password. Now, <laughs> my wife already knows my password. My wife knows mine, but still, you just don't... Some things... They always say, don't do things that somebody else can read, and it looks different, a different yeah. feel. Because, right, if, if they, they, it, they might see it you different. See it, okay, that's a girl. The little fire thing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, thanks. And the girl, it's not what you do, it's what she does in return. She get a little wink and a kiss emoji. You're like, oh. I send a gift back. I love gifts now. I be sending, <laughs> I be sending a fat kid gift like, like um, um, you know I'm married, but uh, hey, hey, I'm trying to keep it like, um, you're, you're wigging me out. I'm just saying, I love people. I like to, I like pretty people. I like ugly people. I like fat people. I just love people. I'm with that. So if you're doing something dope, I'm acknowledging. Yeah, that's hot. That's cute, girl. You're killing that dress. Mm-hmm. I also uses my demise as well. 
I went out to Great Lodge with my family. Mm-hmm. This is a girl went a thong. At the Great Wolf Lodge? Yes. Yes. I thought they had to, I thought that wasn't allowed. I don't don't know what she had, but she was looking nice. Okay. I'm with you. You know what I did? I said to my wife, can you believe what she's wearing? Look at her. Look at this woman. Look what she's wearing. I can't believe they let her get in here with that. They gave me a reason to look. (laughs) And I kept looking. I'd rather tell her myself than let her catch me. Hey, what are you looking at? Stop it. No, I I told you. Say, look at that. Can you believe that? Yeah. Oh, that out. What is she? How does she work out? Does she have kids? What is she doing here? I'm gonna go up and ask. I gotta go ask her. Let me let me find out. Let me <laughs> let me ask her 21 questions, and I'm not 50 cent. Because <laughs> you want to know too, don't you? I really do. Yeah, that, that's what's. I'll that's ask my wife. I'm gonna use some tips to see how she gets so fit. Oh no, don't say that. No, because some. You know what? Every diet is different, and right now with this pandemic, I'm seeing these bodies being brought now. I'm glad I'm married. Uh-huh. You don't know what you're getting anymore. These women coming out, I bodied up now. It's like um, what's that movie where you take the girl home and she start pulling everything off? Oh, that was I'm gonna get you sucker. Yeah, I'm gonna get you sucker. And then they did it again on Fresh Prince. When yeah, they were when, stuck yeah. in the basement with Gina. Yeah, and she started. Just, they, yeah, they, you like my eyes? Yeah, you take that. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But these women now, you can't take out that booty no more. All everything they're doing is like they look out here looking like. Uh, they want these wrestling outfits now. Yeah, they're couturing their body and shaping them up. Yeah, I don't. To what? I don't. I don't. I don't care for it. I'm, I'm, these women gonna look like they gonna look horrible when they get older. I want to see how they look when they sixty. Well, that's what everybody. Oh, saying. grandma gonna get it when she's sixty. Look at that booty on grandma. Ooh, grandma booty ain't gonna get it. Man, grandma gonna get it. That booty gonna still be up there. Her titties gonna be down here, but the booty gonna be up here. <laughs> her booty gonna be higher than her titties. What if she got them both done? <laughs> Good. She look even better. <laughs> Somebody, someone get an STD and the old folks don't mess with grandma. <laughs> no, that's real talk. Oh, that's that's a high rate. Um, at my old house, it was a um, senior citizens place behind my place. No names, please. I don't want to. I don't want to throw them out there. But they had the highest rate of STDs in that facility because they was just because not only were they giving each other the business. But the old dudes was out giving young chicks the business and then coming back and spreading it to the old chicks. So they was just... Out there having a good time. Yeah, I mean, in 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 motorized chairs, too. Getting it in. Getting it all the way in. Hot 40. All you need is a hot 40. Were you on the south side or was you on the west I'm on side? A, I'm on the south. Well, I was on the west side. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh I bet. I, I don't even want to... That sounds great. People, so, of course, I'm not... I shouldn't say of course, but... I'm not originally from Chicago, but I moved here. And when I got here, they, you always hear about the South Side, South Side, South Side, South Side, just terrible. Oh my God, Chicago, South Side. I said, the West Side is so bad, you don't even hear about it. They don't even talk about the West Side. And the West Side is small. Yes. I worked 10 years in Juvie, so I knew the kids. Okay. I knew the kids. I knew where they came from. I knew by their case where they came from. Hey, what are you here for? Oh, I'm here for drugs. Oh, you from the West Side? Yeah. Oh, I'm here for armed robbery. Oh, you from the South Side? Yep. We knew the drugs came from out west. Everybody loved drugs. Everybody drug the drug culture ran the west side, mm-hmm. and the guns and the stealing was the south side thing. Yeah, and the west side saying, "Hey, the west has more money than the south side." I said, "Not actually. There's mansions. There's great communities on the south side, but they're surrounded by bad areas." Yep, like Beverly. I mean, yeah. Beverly is beautiful. Yeah, but then you go, you go, you go north. Go three blocks the the wrong way. <laughs> But that's the same thing. That's, it's mansions on the west side too. Yeah, but the, but the west side is so small. They all have one Target, one Walmart. They all go to the same place. 
you can't beef nobody out west because you're gonna run into them. You're gonna see them. I'm gonna yeah. see you at the target. Don't worry about it. What yeah. target? The one we all go the to. The one we all, all go to. <laughs> you tell me catch me in traffic. No, I'll catch your ass at Target. <laughs> I yeah. used to the, the the number one thing I loved about the West Side um is when you would get somebody and they're like, Don't take me to Loretto. People die at Loretto. I said people die at all of them. So what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> they, they just kinda pick and choose. Yeah, they 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 don't want to go to that one. They want to go to the other one and everything else. Yeah, we got horrible hospitals out south too though. Well You got Roseland, Jackson Park. I'm naming them out. Y'all horrible. <laughs> <laughs> they know they're horrible. Now, too. Um Jackson Park is the one that's about as big Stony as, Island. It's about as big as this podcast studio we in right now. You're right. Yeah, and we like wheel them in there, and people just sitting up. It looks like a pandemic in there. Like when you come in before the look, pandemic. Before the pandemic, <laughs> it, was a it pandemic. looks like a pandemic. I yeah, I'm not a fan yeah. of that. Then holiday. you have uh, the other ones. The Saint staff Bernard. is great. Then you have Saint Bernard too. Saint Bernard is even smaller. Saint Bernard is yeah, baby, tiny hospital yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, you know about all those. Okay. So where are you from? You say you, you Cleveland. Know. Oh, Ohio. You know what? I might be going to Cleveland soon for, for uh, a doubleheader. A doubleheader? The Sox? I'm a Sox fan. Oh, you're going for the game? The Sox play Cleveland. The same Guardians. Week. Some of that. Yeah, we, we not, we not you know what that hat you had on? We not that should have been the logo. Y'all should have been the Wild been Things. Logo. Y'all should have been the Wild Things. Call it a day. I, I love that movie. That movie made the Indians. That is the second reference to that hat that I've gotten since um they should have had been here today. They should have had that. That should have been the Cleveland right there. Everybody yeah. know what it is. Wow thanks. Call it a day. Yeah, it should have been shoulda coulda woulda they messed it up. Now well I shouldn't say messed it up. So Guardians yeah, is decent. Yes, I think in September twenty something. Saturday yep in the twenties. Because yeah. the Sox played the in I'm calling them the Indians. Yeah. No, I'm gonna call them the Guardians. Gotta progress. Sox play the Guardians and the then Bears play, play the, the Browns. Browns that Sunday. Yeah, that's a great. That'd be a great weekend, wouldn't it? Well, I'm gonna be there. You are? Yes. Oh, thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. I'm telling you now. So you grew up in. You've been in Cleveland your whole life. Whole life until I moved here. How long have you been here? Twelve years. Oh wow. Yeah. You came here because of Chicago Fire Department, or was it yes. before you got called? No, I came here because of Chicago Fire. Okay. Um, I came up here to kick it and hang out, take the test. Didn't really think nothing was going to happen. And then? And then, same way how you said, you got that email. It was strange for me because my original department, I knew I didn't want to stay there for forever. So, I, it was a lieutenant's test. It was January 10th. And I said, I'm going to go out the night before and I'm going to get that I'm gonna just get though, so just so I can not wake up and take this test. Cause I know if I take this test, I'm gonna be here forever. Went out, got hammered, wake up the next morning, check the mailbox, interest card from Chicago Fire Department. Do you wanna be a fireman? If you do, come put this car in this mailbox this day. You had to show up. You couldn't call, you couldn't talk to nobody, you couldn't do nothing. You just had to put this piece of paper in this box. You had to timestamp it, then put it in the box, and then you could get the job or go on interest card. So, yep, went from there. January tenth, I got hired August seventeenth. Oh wow! Yep, took, that was pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, it took me took me eight. Well, from the interest card, and that was two thousand nine. But you were already a fireman though, as well though. I was already a fireman. Yeah, that that was my. That's all I did. That's the, and I kind of wish I had another skill or a trade like you know guys the electricians or plumbers or carpenters all i've been is a emt and fireman since i got out of high school oh so, that's great so 
But at least you know what you but you know what you want to do though. Yes. I, well, my, it's, it's, it's nothing like knowing what you want to do. Yeah, I knew what I wanted to do. So I was very fortunate there. And see how you stuck to it though? You stuck with it. Yeah, I, I hung out. I took tests everywhere. The only place I didn't get to get to was um Honolulu. But I was taking tests everywhere around the United States. Really? Yeah. I even um after September eleventh they had contracts to go to Iraq and Iran to be firefighters and paramedics over there. I even thought about taking that just to wow. just to expand my horizons, but I didn't go that far. You know, I still haven't had a I haven't had my backdraft fire yet. So tell me what your backdraft fire is. I want I want that fire in my face. I heard about your story though. That sounds scary though. I probably don't want it anymore. Well after, after I saw your story, I said, you know what? I'll be fine putting out porches <laughs> and cars. It seems it, it seems very fitting for me. Well, I didn't want to bring that up, but I was going to bring it up when you were talking about um, wanting to get more action. Yeah, wanting to get more and, action. And you know what though? We all get paid the same, no matter what. No, don't say that. Don't I do say, say that. that. Don't say that. You don't get paid by the fire. Don't say that. That's offensive to the but, citizens that you serve when you when you put it like that. I'm not. I'm not putting. It, I'm not putting it in the, a negative way. Okay. Put this here. The positive spin but, on but, it. But I would say I would not. Meaning, I'm not here to chase fires, but I'm here. I'm here. If it happens, I'll be okay with That's it. That's okay. I'm with that. You see what I'm saying? Because my number super, one thing. Some people is, want to go to places where they do nothing all day. Yes. And I'm, that that's one thing I'm I'm not gonna I'm, do. No. I don't. I don't. Like I don't, don't, don't want to be that guy. I don't. I want to be put as that guy. Like, oh, you went here because you know they don't do it. No. Yeah. No. 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 I want to go somewhere where. They, I'm in the middle where I'm at, and I'm just going to do a lateral move just to put it on the south side. It's going to be middle again. It's not going to be <laughs> nothing. not going to be more, less. It's going to be pretty much like, okay, you're going to go from where you're at, mm -hmm. where you're at, and you guys are still running the same amount. But see, this is, this is a perfect conversation for what I want to talk about on this show. The thing about it is you never want to wish for somebody to have a bad day. Yeah. Because... To you, oh, yeah, we got a fire, we putting out this, we doing this. On the other end of that spectrum, somebody is having a shitty day. It's their birthday of their life. Yeah, and and they remember what that day is. We don't want that I say remember my happen. day. My, my, Jan my day was January 15th, 1992. My apartment caught on fire as a kid. Really? Remember the date? I know everything. It well, happened. That was it happened around, around Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, that's his actual uh, birthday. And it was actually that day. It was that Monday. It's funny that because his birthday actually landed on the day we got off of school. Yep. And right before then, we went to the live house. Probably three weeks before then, about fires. I woke up to my front room engulfed Ooh. in flames. Yeah, no, that's no fun. My father woke up, smoked a cigarette. Put the ashtray on the couch. Oh, and that's what started it? Just, yeah. He went to the washroom. My mother smelled it. I woke up. You know how you wake up as a kid? Kind of like blurry-eyed vision. Groggy. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, yeah. the washroom's up. You know, I'm going to the basement to use the washroom because it's a little hot in there. <laughs> I go down. I, I, had, I had on the, the long johns and the long john shirt. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, it's 92. It's, it's cold. It's snow outside. Yeah. And... I come upstairs. I'm like, my brother's the back door. The house is on fire. The house is on fire. Let's go. I'm like, huh? I'm like, oh my God, it's smoky in here. I look up. I'm like, what are you doing? So I'm going to look at it. He's like, get out of here. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm going to look at I'm, it. I'm going to look at it. But then we went outside. I remember throwing snowballs at, at the flames in the front room. 
I liked it. I was like, oh, wow. It's, it's, and they just came. These guys came. Did their thing. And they did not mess with my room. Because my our room was in the back of the house. I loved it. I was like, oh, man, they didn't tell this, this side of the house. It was just the front room. But if we had, they said, if we had a, uh, a working fire extinguisher, my father could have put it out. He tried to put it out with a fire extinguisher. It was expired. So was, was it too. one of those kitchen ones? It was on the back porch, but he went in there and got, he was like, this damn thing doesn't work. <laughs> he was pissed off. You got to, yeah, you're supposed he's to check him. Yeah. But so, I like I like when you say, I don't want to go anywhere that it does nothing, but I want to be there when somebody needs something. I yeah. just, I don't like when people say, we get paid the same, because there's people that don't get paid nothing. Yeah. And they still out here, you know, for the love of the game, putting out fires and everything else, and losing their lives yeah. at the same it's time. Of, but I just want to be prepared enough. I want to know enough. I feel, and my thing now is that I'm being a black guy in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It is very advantageous for us, for little kids. I saw black firemen yeah. in 92. Yeah. It was black guys coming in. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. They exist. Well, so, that, so, that's, that's, that speaks and, volumes. And, and, and me being up north right now, no slight to the north side. I love it up here. I like it. feel like I'm in a whole different city up here. Everybody's very, the one word I don't like, they use the word, uh, where they use the old timers use they call it uh they call them yuppies oh you guys are yuppies these guys i'm like what's wrong with them oh they're free spirit these tattoos i'm like i have tattoos these piercings oh i have piercings what's you got gauges i have gauges yes. yeah you, you not just have tattoos you have gauges yeah like this this i'm like i'm not that they're they don't like change I, I love a melting pot chicago needs to be a melting pot chicago is the is the worst segregated city and it's known. It's and like, the, and you know what? It's I like varies. Like no, here you go. It's like, oh, you're Asian, you go here. Oh, you're black, you can go here, here or there. Oh, I you're have, white, you go here. I have you're Italian, you go here. You're Irish, that. you go over there. I have it's, fights with my friends from back in Cleveland because everybody wants to have to paint Olympics. Everybody wants to be worse off than yeah. the next person is. Like, no, Cleveland worse. And I'm like, I'm telling you from living in both. Chicago is the most segregated city. Yeah. And and it's not it's not even. It's not even white and black. It's like nationalities. Oh no, you Polish? You live over here. <laughs> everybody lives someplace else. Until now, they they change it now where everybody's melting. They don't like they don't like us melting now. You think so? Oh, the old, the old timers don't like. Oh no, the old timers don't like it at all. Okay, well they 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 yuppie fuck you. Yeah, hipster. Yeah, hipsters. They call them that yuppies. Whatever they call they call us whatever they call. It's just like a whole generation of, but it's all peace. It's love, peace, it's and all love. There you go. I like it. Hey guys, I love you guys. I like going on runs. You guys are great. You guys rock. Thanks, man. <laughs> no, I like it. I like, but on the south side, it's, it's, they need that. I want that energy out south. Why can't we get that energy out south like that? Where where we're from? Call to action. Oh, please. I mean, you here talking about it? Why it's, can't it's we? Just, okay, so let me be fully transparent. I have. My host from another podcast, the OGDD here, and she like keep making faces in the yeah, background. Yeah, I, I, I would love up, to hear her. She throwing up gang signs and everything. I would love to hear her her talk. 
So Please. we want to we, we want to hear you get on and hear your opinion. And you just text me in the middle of a podcast that Buffalo, New York is more segregated than Buffalo, Chicago. New York is? 100%. Really? Yeah, for CiderCon 2020, we actually did a symposium on the fact that Buffalo, New York is factually more segregated than Chicago. And I lived in Buffalo, New York. So, the, so we're number two? Yes. All right. All right. We're Second city, baby. We're, we're still on a podium. Second city. We're still on a podium. We're just not number one. Uh, <laughs> I'm... I, I couldn't throw up a gang sign even if I wanted to. That was right. a joke, man. <laughs> You're so bougie. You don't even know how to throw there up a go. gang sign. <laughs> Yuppie. I know. You know, I, I make her mad every time I call her bougie, so now I just do it on purpose just to. You should do. Yeah. Keep me in check. <laughs> Buffalo, New York is is disgustingly segregated. Uh, it is, there's a, there's a street called Main Street, and if you're on the right of Main Street, you're black. If you're on the left of Main Street, you're white. It's mansions on the left, and it's slums. slums on the right. And I lived on the right side. Ooh. And the, even the neighbors were like, what the fuck are you doing here? It was, it's, it's extremely segregated in Buffalo to the fact where it's like streets, like a block away segregated. And oh, it's wow. the most segregated city I've ever lived in. I'm, I'm, I'm from here. Oh, wow. But the reason I think that the South Side is different is because a lot of people from the North Side are afraid to go to the South Side. Well, that's what I was going to say about the West Side, South Side stuff we was talking about. Yeah, I'm just going to go to the West Side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These people have different accents in the same city. Oh, yeah. Like, there's people that's on the West Side ain't never been to the South Side. There's people on the South Side ain't never been out West. It's crazy. People, people on the North Side don't go to the South Side or the West Side, period. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The guys from my firehouse helped me move to my house. Mm-hmm. They were there on time at 10 o'clock. They were waiting. <laughs> They moved me in and out of my house, out one house and into the other one in less than two hours. We gotta hurry, get back! Oh my god! Oh hey, I got some beer, I got some chicken. Oh no, we gotta go. What's it to go? Let's go beer. All right, see you later. I'm like, man, you guys are scared of the south. They, they, yeah, but, but, they, but then they saw my house. Why? They saw where I came from. Where I went. It's like, oh my god, we can't get this up north. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the now they, now, now they start to see the value. Yeah. It's 2,000 square feet. Oh, my God. Yeah. How much you paying for this? Yeah. You're only a candidate. How do you afford this? Yep. And then you tell them and everything else. And that, then, but that same house. Go take it up north. Or take it take it west to Beverly. $700,000. Easy. Same house. E- same exact house. Yep. Severn used to live up here. Right right near this uh, podcast studio. I used to studio. live right up here. I yes. helped him move down yes. down to Chatham. She helped, yeah. she helped me move. Yep. Was it a quick move? You left real quick, didn't you? Did you no. Move? It was she all the shoes. It was all the shoes. She, the shoes took forever. Hey, don't be giving my secrets out. That's all them J's. <laughs> but it's more affordable to get a bigger space. Man, it's, it's Yeah, like two guys from my firehouse right now moved to the south side already. But one of them moved to Mount Greenwood. So, you know, that's... That's a whole nother conversation. A whole One day, I'm going to do a Chicago-specific podcast just to talk about all the idiosyncrasies of, oh, of, of certain areas in Chicago. It's just, you just don't want to go. You know what? In fact, I'm going to invite you back for that episode. Yeah, because I've, I've, I've been all around the south side. Cause, and, cause, now, and now I'm working on the north side. Just. Because it kind of it kind of doesn't carry as much weight from an outsider you need somebody that's been here and has grew up here yeah. and everything. Thirty seven years, born and raised. Yeah, there you go. You, you, you Hell, I went that. to college here. I went to Chicago State. Right down the street. <laughs> it was cheap. I'm just a facilitator. That's it. I have no like seriously. 
I went further away from grammar school than I went for college. <laughs> <laughs> my grammar school was on 55th and State. <laughs> I could walk to my college. I went to my neighborhood college. You know, like a neighborhood high school. I could literally walk to my college. And I'm debt free. It was 1600 a semester. I was full time. I'm like, this is great. They say a degree is a degree. What did you study? Health science. Health science with a, a specialty in physical therapy. I was going to go to grad school to become a physical therapist, but yeah, my pullout game was very weak. I had a baby. <laughs> and then uh, my father said, hey, son, you have an offer to go to Marquette University, you know, but I have a, I have a kid. I said, no, man, son, no, man. Trust me. How long is this program? I said, three and a half years. Uh, he won't know you're gone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's three years. He won't know. Go ahead on. I'm like, then I'm like, I have no debt right now. I have no debt. I have a uh, family member that just had their doctor degree. I won't say who it is, but they know when I say doctor and family member, they already know who it is. Yeah, they already know. So anyway, I won't put her name out there like that for everybody else that don't know. Okay. And she's in so much debt. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like okay, you have the title, but then how do much you really, do, you, do you really do you really have the title? Yeah. It's like saying you have a house, but you say you own the house, but you really don't own the house yet. Not yet. We are homeowners, but we're not really homeowners. Yeah. Well, it might be a difference in, in knowledge. But do you get, do, I, have, I have a layman question to, sure. to reverse roles for you. Oh, wait, I'm witty. Do you go into debt going into the academy? Some people do. So, yeah, they take, they take a, I took a $30,000 pay cut. Some people took more than that. But the thing is, it works out so much better. Yes, at the end of the day. Oh, uh, it's it's night and day. I took a baby pay cut. It wasn't that big. I took about 15000 But I was coming from a whole other state and city, and the cost of living here is a lot higher. So I can't compare my non-struggle to people's real struggle. Yeah, some people were making like $100,000 a year. Yeah, I had a lot of. I was like, oh, I had a lot of buddies that were like traders, um, a lot of cops, switch over and everything else, and it's just not. But those tradesmen are so lucky, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. They already they, they get it. They get it right back. They get it right Cause, back because we're off. We have so many days off. We off that, two days. That, yeah, we, we, so we you can actually do one, another two. job. You can work a job, a whole other job, full time. How how often do you have firefighters that are performing a trade in addition? Uh, I'm mostly 80, 80 percent like of them are tradesmen. If there's something wrong That's, in your house, you go through your house and find out. Hey, does anybody know anybody? Body. I need first, first. I need paint. Do, do any need of this. you do this? No. Does anybody that you know do this? Yes. yes. Always a yes. It's always a yes. Yes. A garage door. Yes. Hey, anything, that's the guy I know that can put a garage door in. Anything you need. That's what this show is about. What you do. We talk about stuff inside of fire. Yes, fire is bad. Fire sucks. We can talk about EMS calls. I love, love, love. I will hit you up on mental health all day. But the majority is what we do outside of when we're working. I, that's that's what I, that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to get people to. That's what I want to help people with. 
because I have too many friends that have things that they're doing that they're doing not correctly. I have a buddy that just paid $250 for an EIN. And the EIN is just the employee information number. That's free. And he paid for it instead of hollering at his boy. So I'm saying stuff like that is what I try and preach and post on this show. Yeah, because I'm actually just applied for a job. You just applied for a job? Yeah, I did. I'm about to be a substitute teacher. I can see you doing that. I I, I used to teach before I was in juvenile. Well, you was in juvenile. Yeah, I was in juvenile. I was an overpaid gym teacher. I was a rec specialist. That's what That, that was the original job that I wanted to be before I decided yeah. fireman. I wanted to be a gym teacher. Because my gym teacher used to give us cards every day. Like, I would climb the rope to the top of the thing, and he would give me a card for John... Kukak. And I'm like, who is this? You do it faster, you get a better card. Okay. I climb up, then I get Isaiah Thomas. Okay. I'm with yeah. that. So, that's the original job that I wanted to be was a gym teacher. Then it changed yeah. the fireman. Yeah, so I mean, CPS needs males. Child public schools need need to see males. Especially black. Black males need to be seen everywhere. Because we get, we get so... Vilified. Everywhere else. Everywhere else we get vilified. Walking down the street. Oh, my God. Vilified. Let me lock these doors. Holy. Honey, get on this side of the sidewalk. Yeah. Go on this side of the street. Oh, my God. Look at this. But there's also, there's also, within our own race, there's also racism. Light skin, dark skin. Oh, man. They say I have my life. is. They say my life is great. Yes, you're pointing at me, Ambrose. You can talk, talking to Co- the mic. Compare it to me and him. Talking to right. the mic. Say what you got to say. Uh, so, Seven and I had a conversation earlier about tattoos, because uh, you can't see this out here in podcast land, but unlike Severin, the guest today and myself have tattoos, and we're talking about what- What tattoos look better? On melanin versus no melanin. And I say you get that white paper- Blank canvas. It looks better than when it lo- does on black people. And I disagree. It looks great on me. I but, think your tattoos look great. She, she did say his but, tattoos look amazing. They that do was look one good. Of the texts. Yeah, but but at the same time, though, I'm a lot of hue. Then another That's what I was trying to say. I'm, I'm, a lot not, of, I'm a lot of hue. So so I get away with a lot more. They People think that our life, being light skin, is so much better. They You're not even light for real. You like peanut butter. You might be caramel. I, I'm tan, sir. You're tan. <laughs> I'm extremely tan right now. You might be like my buddy's wife say, honey gold. I, I turn red when I tan. See, I'm, I'm reddish right now. I'm a reddish color right now. Okay. Hence the name red bone. <laughs> they, they, call, they call people red because we turn, when we tan, we turn red. We don't tan. We I, don't turn dark. I am milk chocolate. I'm not dark chocolate. You're not milk chocolate. You're I'm more milk. like. I'm milk. Milk chocolate. Milk. I'm saying you, you grab a piece of milk chocolate, you grab a Hershey's bar, and you, and you put it up to me. We're going to blend in very yeah. well together. See, I'm, I'm like I'm like a well piece of grilled chicken. There you go. That's I'm I with that. Every time I grill, I do this to my skin. I'm oh, with that. Not yet. It's not, it's not done yet. Not yet. If you, if you see built a, in. A, a, some grilled chicken this color, you'll be like, you know what? That looks good. It's built in. Looks great. I'm with that. It's a good thermometer. Yeah. Yeah, but, but to see us, though, but back to the subject of being, just being out there to see black men doing things because they either we're if we have a nice car we if we dress nice oh you must be a drug dealer or a car cracker or you're scamming you're doing this it's like why can't when you see a, a, a another guy from a different race i won't even say white this is a different race you see him doing something good 
Okay, let's play a game real quick. Okay, let's do it. Okay, if you see a, a, a Hispanic guy with a nice car, what do you think? Most people, no, not not you think. What what most people think? Like he has nice shoes. He's not playing loud music. You're like, oh man, this guy. Either he's a drug dealer. A cartel. Okay. You see a I, white I, guy. I understand the game. I was gonna okay. say it depends. Okay. It depends on his hair, but yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm it in. Might, you know what? Might yes. depend on his hair. Depends on his shoes. If he wears cowboy boots, that guy has a great landscape of comfort. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. All right, next yeah, one. Okay. Do you see a, a, a Irish guy? Same car. We're going to the same car. Say you say Mercedes E Class. No, no, no. Uh, it's got to be better than the E Class. The, the, the AMG. Yes. The good ones. Yes. Same car, different person. White guy. Oh man, look, look at this guy. He looks nice. Oh man, this guy here. He must be a CEO. Real estate. Something. He's doing something great. Something I think shady. he I think he owns a trade company. I think I don't trust him. <laughs> so I don't does. trust him. Polish okay. guy. A Polish guy. Uh, real estate. You see an Italian. Watch this. What about an Italian? This is a tricky one. When you see an Italian like that. Gangster. You think he's a gangster? No, oh, not they, no more. They're past that gangster. Not no now. more. <laughs> they, they mass. See, look, the thing about the Italians is the black community glorified their gangster mentality. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, everybody wants to call themselves this and that. Hey, you know? Capo. All, all this stuff, man. Man. Gotti. They, they did it more than they did. And they, but they didn't see, they only saw the first chapter how they became gangsters. They became gangsters for a reason. They wasn't gangsters because they wanted to be. No, it was, was famous because they had, had to, to be. be. But then they found out they hustled to become legit. And that's the one. We just read the one chapter of Italians. Oh, oh, oh these guys are gangsters. No. they were, Yes, they were gangsters. But be, but they they became to, they started to, they got to read the next chapter. What happens next? To be quite honest, in this entire country melting pot, United States or where we're at, I mean, gangs in New York points it out the most, but. You were in a certain class of people. You had to do stuff just to get by. Like the Irish. Yeah. Um, the Irish the same way. Now you can't even tell except for a last name, maybe a couple of traits. But yeah. like just with the fire department, the job we own. Nobody wanted this job except for slaves and firemen. And I even talk about this in my book like way back in the day. I mean... It was a grunt job. Nobody wants a grunt job. Who the hell wants to put out a fire? I mean, my master house burning up. I don't care one way or another. Guess what? He can get another one. So, point being, different nationalities of people have to click up and get together and everything else. But but as, they all but they all used us though. But they click they, up. They but click hold on, black they people up with don't us, click up. But they would click up with us to struggle. The Irish came, they was in the projects like we were. But that's but what they, I'm but saying. But then they then they just oh okay, we know what to do. Okay, yep. we're gone. We we know what to do. See, we're gone. See you later. See Bye. Ya. Well you know who's the number one and it's not even a race, but Jewish people the the, the biggest friend of black people ever. Because we're the biggest consumers of them. And the thing about it is, they say, hey, we're off doing our thing. We're doing great. I don't, I don't want to make this into a race religion No, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. But at the end of the day, we need to do, we're trying to do better. Do better how? As far as black people? I don't know. What do you mean by do better? No, that's what I'm talking about. I was talking about black people. We need to do better, but we need to do better overall as a race of people. And come together. I feel like younger generations do that. Like everybody kicking and hanging out with each other. You think no? 
We're still the shit on people. We love black people love to shit on people. They still love shit on people. Don't, I feel uh, like when, when they become like, successful, I feel like we shit on each other. They love the shit. No, they like the shit on. They'll go back to the same hood if they have, they left the hood already. Yeah, they'll come back and show off what they've done. Yeah, and then they'll leave. Say, White guess people what? do it too. Well, I, I was thinking of Lollapalooza specifically because that is a big mixed group of people, and I was oh, thinking yeah. about younger people. They all They're, get together and they don't. That's who protesting last year. This was young people. Oh man, they were young people. It was. It wasn't though. It was young people out there, and they were Hispanic, black, white. It was Indian. everything. It was just there, just going. Like, oh no, it's they can't say black people. They had it's the Black Lives Matter movement. No, no, no. They when said, y'all was the in the Lives academy, Matter. we went out there on that. No, I wasn't in the academy anymore. Yes, you were. I was out. No, you was in the academy then for the riots. Yes. No. Yes. I was out. No. Yes, I was no. came out in January. I came out in January. For the sake of this argument, you're gonna be in the academy. <laughs> oh, for the sake of the argument, I'm, I was out there. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I put was, you, I'm gonna put you in the academy for the sake uh, of this uh, argument. Okay, place me there. All I'm saying is, because it really doesn't pertain to you, it really doesn't yeah. matter. Point is, we went out, we did stuff, we put out fires and everything else. They didn't care what we were. They were throwing firecrackers yes. at us, bricks, bombs at us, bricks at us. You will go down one corner, they're like, "Yay!" You go down the next corner, boo. Anything it, it you couldn't tell where stuff was coming from. It looked like the Dark Knight Rising. I was on a daily day when it happened. The riots happened. I was in the, I went to my mother's house. She stays out south on a busy street, kind of off a busy street. I go by there. It's a bad area. I'm like, oh my god, look, they ha- they haven't destroyed nothing over here yet. This is great. Talked to my friend. He went to to 87th Street and stole some stuff. He stole a, a car parts, car jacks, and all that stuff. I'm like, dude, you don't own a car. How did you get this stuff? <laughs> you don't own a car. You got a car jack, so you got this and that. You got tools for everything. They still say, man, you guys did good over here. You guys didn't mess up your own community. That's great. You guys went two miles down the road and did it, but that's great. You didn't do mess around here. I spoke too soon. As soon as I had, I said that. I heard, guess what, y'all? We got in the family dollar. <laughs> they won the family dollar. That's the one store they have that can give them diapers and formula and give them like little, not a supermarket, but enough food, a snack to feed people. You guys went and then destroyed it. Then all of a sudden, all I hear is, set it on fire, set this bitch on fire. I'm like, mm-hmm. set it on fire. So I'm there looking. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, good. Here comes the fire department. They start throwing bricks. Yeah. And I was like, yo, 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 yo. I'm like, y'all. Knock enough it off. is enough. Yeah. And I knew one of the guys that was a company was just training the academy. And for lunch, he saw us. Mm-hmm. The crew, we was eating at Pop Bellies. He was like, hey, man. Hey, great job in the world. Come for you guys get out on the field. I seen him get off. He's about to get hit with a brick. I said, like, yo, yo, yo. I walked over there to him. They're like, hey, man, get back, get back. I said, Dude was like, hey, he on a job. He cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, he the one that called them off. I said, this is my hood. I grew up over here. I had to call my own people off. Just to stop them, they got to put this fire out. So not only they got to deal with the fire, now we got to deal with rocks being thrown and bricks being thrown at them, and they're just putting out a fire. Yeah, but he called them off. That but seems I like a sense call. of, but that I seems like to, a sense but, of but, community. But, but, but who? We should have to do that. Their our job is to our job. We're not. We're not. We're not here. I don't want to vilify the police, but we're not out here the ones that's messing up people like that. We're not the one. Why are you getting mad at us? But we're, then he, he recognized, problem. and 
Yeah, but they stopped it. But it was it was just to get more representation in a positive light. That's the thing. I think that's all we need to do. And everybody, because these Arab, these, these Arabics, Middle Eastern people, they're coming in. <laughs> I like I like how you fixed it because yeah. you say Arab because that's how we usually yeah. say it. But then yeah. I like how you made it proper Arabic. Yeah, yeah Arabic. Yeah. They're, 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 they came in and they're they're in our communities like crazy. They love us. But they lo- and they guess what? They know how to cut some goddamn hair. Have you seen them barbers now? No, I haven't. They're cutting the shit out of black people here. I, you go to the guy, he is like dope. I'm like, man, they came over and took over That's the, new to the me. hair game. That's new to me. I was like, and see how they came over and just, they found their niche. DJ Khaled. He don't even, he don't even rap. He don't even rap. rap. He just. He put collabos together. Yeah. But every, like the, 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 the Asians with the nails and the feet. Everybody, but not just here. Everybody find everywhere. They find it. They find their niche across the United States. Everybody like has their niche. We can't seem to get one. So you know we got one. What we got? Entertainment. Oh, oh shit. That's why I brought you on this show. Oh, entertainment. Oh, please. Damn. Call him the royal fool. <laughs> you know, you know, back in the day, oh, the king's upset, call him the fool. And if he Wait, ain't good enough, he's gonna get his head exactly. cut off. Get another one. <laughs> That's all. We're, we're just, we're I'm just, sorry. We're, we're, it's, it's only entertainment. I'm, I'm, now it's you sound t- like Jay Z. That's what I say all the it's time. Only, it's only entertainment. But uh, they, we need to laugh. We need. I love Amazon. I love Netflix. They're giving people so many more platforms to do more things. Well, they turn things into so much more. In a minute, this podcast is going to be a TV show. Oh, that's even better. I mean, so you, you yeah. be my first. Have you, I have a question. Have you seen the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? No. What is that? It is a show about stand-up. It's a no. show about stand-up? Yes. It is, Jewish uh, woman, right? Uh, so the character that is played is a Jewish woman. The writer is Amy Sherman Palladino, who wrote mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls. And it is an entire show about stand-up comedy. and a The struggles and the hustles behind it. Have you seen the one called Failing? Mm-hmm. Oh, with the white guy. Man, oh, that is hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty It's good. another one. About stand up, my do wife. You, do you like to watch shows about? I like stand-up? to watch stand up. Yeah, and I will say this now: I will start up stand up again, but it would not be how people would think it's going to be. Can I help you with that? No, I'm not going to go to the things I used to go to. I'm going to come up north. I when I went to the revival the last time I went on stage, yeah, I saw how a comedy show was supposed to be. Dark lit, nothing on but the lights on stage. You're there to focus on this person right here. I'm going to place this my performing. There's hold, a TV over hold there. Hold on. I thought that's how all of them went. No. That's not how that went. No. Oh, out south, there's no comic. They have riddles. That's about it. Everything else is it's just a regular bar. Well, and like I said. We're going to do comedy tonight, even though the finals are on right now. Good luck. Hey, guys, I'm here just trying to boo that man. We're trying to watch the game. It's very hard to... Well, the first thing you invited me to, it was you presenting yeah. a bunch of different other people. Yeah. So... That was... You have to make your own venues. But to have a venue like that to set up... Because right now, they do it at Q's. Yes. Now they, have you been there for that yet? No. And they have it there where it's... But they have focused. that big TV there yeah. for everybody to look at. Yeah. And you're saying the show should be on you. It's, he it's, he it's hires true. people to come there and do everything else. Yeah. Why we got all these different opportunities. So Yeah, but I mean, so I'm going to do a different 
I might do a little cleaner. I've been fighting wrestling demons right now. I've been yeah. You said you came from church this morning. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. And you know my my uncle's a lieutenant. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah, know that. My, my uncle's a lieutenant. He's on a job. So no. He's like my play uncle. Like he calls me nephew all the time. So everybody in the department. Well, that's a good thing. I, I yeah. took care of you. Yeah, everybody. That whole situation. You know, they still talk about the situation. I work with Pac three times. He brings it up every time. Yeah. I said, dude, why are you being a dead horse? I don't even want to talk about what happened, but it's just. Yeah, we we we're like, why are you? Bring? We we, and then, and we then, will leave that for another, another time. But then, he said, you got to You didn't even get one. You didn't get what you, you didn't get what you were supposed to get. Who do you know? I know nobody. As exactly. I walked in and walked away. Exactly, and that's what I in, in that. Who told you to say that? Huh? Who told you to say that? Well, you don't, don't know nobody. I don't know nobody. Okay. I, I'm a nobody. Yeah. But then he found out later on who my uncle was, and him and Brendan, him and the person in charge for like this. So they already, they already, they already discussed folks. Yeah, but we we won't worry about yeah, that. But that was but 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 to somebody to bring point up, is don't bring up. Every, all the time, you might not. She might not know what's going on, right? But now you're gonna come and bring it back up again. So now does she knows. Point point is, we're here now. We're here now. That's I that's the that. point, and that's what I wanted to. That's what I wanted to bring you on about. You have been one of my greatest guests, and really, this is yeah. This is almost a two parter. Um, really, but I'm gonna keep it in one. I'm gonna keep it under that time. Okay. I'm gonna keep it in one. The one thing I wanted to tell you to your face while you're sitting here, I picked you on purpose. You told me that because my name. Yep, because of your name. I, we have a we have a name together. What, yes, my, my middle my name, name is my first name. My, my my middle name is your first name, and the street I first worked in the city of Chicago on is your my last name. name. And I said. This is like my destiny candidate. I got to get this dude yeah. because he just, his name is just speaking to me. So at the same time, I really appreciate you coming on. Elliot Waller, my middle name is Elliot, and the street I lived on is Waller. If you want to know about that story from way back in the day with these old people giving each other STDs, just look it up. <laughs> just do a little homework. I always talk about homework. But anyway, Elliot, thank you so much. Oh, this is, this is great. I want to come back. Oh, please let me. Come I'm excited back. to go see your stand up. Man, I, I, I want to try. I'm gonna try to get up here. My wife told me that I'm not. They say like the Bible says. You know, my wife is very spiritual now. She's. I mean, we're, we're, we're both getting there. She's there, and I'm getting there. And she says a prophet is not accepted in his own home. A prophet is not, not accepted. accepted in his own home. Really? Yeah. Meaning, Never heard that one. Meaning that. You can talk to people in your own place and tell them what's happening. And they're like, oh, we don't believe you, whatever. But when you go to somebody else's house and tell them that, they're like, oh, man, this is great. Oh, man, this is the best news I've ever heard. Maybe maybe that's what's happening with me in my house. That's why you all. <laughs> and, and that's why people appreciate you more when you go out. When you go out somewhere, you tell the same story you told your kids. It's a different hey, perspective. Hey, son, don't do this. Oh, whatever, dad. But well, then you go to somebody else's house. Hey, can you talk to my nephew? For me? That, makes me, then you, that makes me think of one other thing. Through this podcast, I need to make everywhere my home. Why? So then that way when I can say something, they don't know it's not my home. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It, I'm, hey, I'm, this is Seth. This is great, man. This whole setup is phenomenal. What you nothing but the best, man. This is 
This is magical. I feel great here. That, well, you will be back the, here. This is this is fuzzy. And last thing, last thing, last thing. Then we got to get out of here. We got to, got to, got to get out of here because we got another guest coming up. So I put out a call to action on my social media pages. I said, I'm trying to wrangle up podcast guests. They like stray cats. I got to put milk in front of them and they still don't want it. Hurting turds. (laughs) And I seen Elliot on a call that day. He said, you out here talking... And talking tough, and don't nobody want to come on your show. I want to come on your show. I said, I said, okay, I'm gonna get some dates. He said, I'm gonna be there, and he came. He came through. I appreciate it. Thank you so oh, much. Man, it's, it's, all, it's all love, man. Oh yeah, it's all, it's love. all love, man. Yep. And another great episode in the books. So, with that being said, we're gonna get out of here. Um, do you have anything to say that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? No, no, man. It, it was great, man. You guys. This, this is special. I, I'm not even lying to you. I'm not, I'm not chewing the fat. I'm not trying to. But but you got going on this. I just hope that that God God really shows Himself to you. Uh huh. And let you know that you're on the right path. You you doing something good. Stay stay the course. This is going to be great. Just stay there. This is going to be great. I, and you said it here first. I'm gonna. I said it here first. I'm going to. Stay the course, and I hope so, too, because I've been looking for a sign for 40 years. Okay. <laughs> Broey, right. you have anything left to say? No, just so much love. Okay. All right, with that being said, we're going to get out of here. This has been another episode of Department 3C Presents, a podcast connected to fire. We'll talk to you later. Bye. This has been a Fire and Iron Media production. If you have something to say, people want to listen. 